I'm Jewel High, and along with my co-host, Harry Opogu, we welcome you to the SoulCast podcast. We believe there is great healing and great power in being able to answer for yourself this one question. Who am I? It is our intention to create a space that will allow you to see yourself through the lens of your soul so that you can ease through life with clarity and immense satisfaction. Join us on this journey as it starts now. Hello, Bell Pepper. My name is Jewel High, and it brings me so much joy to share my expansion with you today. This is now our second episode. Uh, oh, man, can you believe episode. that, Harry? Yeah, yeah. number wow. two. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a motivational speaker, business coach, and shoe designer based in Houston. Yes. I'm originally from New York, but I decided to move down to Houston, Texas last year in 2017. And this is when I met my amazing co-host, Harry. Hi, hi. Good to see you, Jewel. Uh, everyone, welcome to our very second episode. My name is Harry Ogbogo. It's a West African last name. Don't try saying it three times in a <laughs> row because you will not get it. Uh, I've been in Houston for the last 17 years. I migrated here from Trinidad and I am uh, the director and founder of Weira. Who are you really anyway? which is basically a well-being uh, consciousness initiative uh, that is based out here in Houston, but we do have uh, meetup groups all over the country. So, yeah, and we are sponsors of the show. Yes, <laughs> sounds great. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so I want to start off with Affirmation 15 from Harry's book of affirmations entitled From Source to Soul. It reads, Seeing the truth produces love the seeing of truth causes love to be felt love is the effect when truth is seen the more truth i see the more love i get to feel therefore i allow for more of the truth to be discovered and seen by me today in every possible way and that is affirmation number 15 from the source to soul affirmation booklet that was uh published earlier this year uh, by yours truly myself <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love that good, good and good. that truth that harry's talking about is your inner being your inner it being. is it is your truth yes your it's soul true. your soul is the carrier and the source of your truth everything that is the truth about you is in your soul a lot of you call it your inner being and that's good too well, we like the word soul. First of all, it's one syllable, so easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of shifted from the word inner being to soul earlier this year because the word soul has always had a religious connotation and meaning around it. Mm. And I wanted to sort of reclaim that meaning because it already has so much power and momentum to it. And I figured, why not take that word and redefine it? In, with a new understanding yes. of, uh, of, of what it means to be 
in the here and in the now. So that's why we're preferring to use the word soul, but inner being works just as well. Great, great. Mm -hmm. So Harry, it's quite evident that many of us are unhappy about Mm. being single. This seems to be Uh the topic of discussion (laughs) among a lot of my successful, brilliant friends. And it truly alarms me. Okay. Um, I hear things like I need a man or a woman to feel complete mm. or uh, I'm supposed to be married with a child by the time I'm 30. What's mm. wrong with me? Mm. It's not happening. Mm. So today I really would like us to discuss loneliness. Loneliness. What okay. do you think about this? Loneliness. Hmm. Uh, so everyone, if you've lived on this earth long enough, you've experienced some kind of loneliness okay and i believe our listeners are smart enough to know the difference between being alone and the feeling of loneliness okay so it is possible for you to be alone and not feel lonely is that something i can say yes yes and it is also possible to be with someone Perhaps even the person that you desire the most, the the man or woman of your dreams, and still feel lonely. Yes. Yes. That so is true. we can quickly take from that the the actuality that your loneliness is independent of who you have in your life. Yes. Or who you do not have in your life. So we can all agree on that. Good. So with that aside, I can now define loneliness as the byproduct of lacking intimacy with your truth. Yes. Yes. The byproduct, the result from the absence of any kind of intimacy, any kind of relationship with your soul, which is the truth. Right. Right, that separation. Yes. Yes. You have separated, knowingly or unknowingly, yourself, which is your persona and your ego, from your truth. And it is unnatural to not be without, to be without your truth, I should say. And so because you are without the one light you were born with, you then walk around in darkness and in that darkness you feel lonely and then of course what do you do you then try to reach for other things to compensate for that which you decided not to to uh to have which you were born with right which is really just an intimate relationship with your truth yes uh I've, I've, I've once described loneliness as if loneliness were a child, okay, it is born of two parents. I just told you who the first parent was, which is the absence of intimacy, which is intimacy between the self and the soul, which naturally should exist, okay? And the second parent will be the fear of abandonment, which is also the feeling of abandonment, That is rooted in a belief that says, I need fill in the blank. I need something 
because something is missing. Now, fill in that, or you can replace the word something with whatever it is that you think you desire, that you think will make you not feel lonely. And you feel abandoned from not, by not having that thing. And so you have that fear and that feeling. You have that fear and that feeling at work and active within you. Yes? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, that's how I define loneliness. The result of the absence of the natural intimacy that should exist between yourself and your soul. Your soul is your light. Your soul is your life. It is life itself. And your disconnect from it will leave you feeling alone or rather lonely. Right. Yes. Yeah. And there is nothing or anyone on the earth that can take the place, that can replace the soul or the relationship, I should say, with the soul because your soul is always there, isn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. That's your source. That's your power source. Right. right. Yes. And when you're not plugged into your power source, you feel powerless. When you feel powerless, you feel lonely and fearful. Yeah. So, guys, you are complete. You are full if mm-hmm. you allow yourself yes. to be full. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You were born full. Yes. You were born full of life. You were a complete soul before you were born. And now you are still a complete soul, but now you have the added value of a body. The added value of experience, the added value of thoughts and opinions together with that soul. There is no difference. And a lot of us don't even know that we were before we became, if that makes any sense. Mm. And something about that thought, not just thinking it, but knowing it, keeps you in a place of not feeling too lonely when you're alone. Because you feel there's more to you. Right. And that feeling is valid. Right. It's not just a sense of something is missing. It's just, I know there is more to me. Not that something is missing, but that there is more to me. Yes. And I came here to discover what that more can mean to me and then to others. And yeah. that's why uh, for a lot of people, I don't think it's a bad thing for you to begin to feel that way oh because no. it's a good trigger that's a yes that's a trigger yes that lets you know okay yes hmm, yes i've gotten to the point where it's time to make some changes mm-hmm. time to gain that clarity yes that inner power yes what is it that i am seeking yes you need it is a, it's a really good trigger when you start feeling lonely yeah because usually what happens is you get to the point where all the things you were told you were supposed to get you've gotten in spades like you said a lot of your friends are successful on paper they are perfect yet some struggle with being alone because of loneliness so after they've gotten all those wonderful things and they are good things and i support it they have come to a place where they can no longer have any excuse to keep nurturing that disconnect right. from their soul. Right. Yeah. And so it's yeah. pointing them back home. It's a call to come back home by whatever means to choose, whether it's going to church or going to uh, or finding some something like Weira yes. or finding a spiritual coach, whatever it is. 
you then begin the journey back home, the journey back to your your truth light. Right. Your journey back to your security, your journey back to your eternal, infinite power source that is needless and pure and that has excellent standards far beyond anything that those things you got would have given you. That's what all this is about. That is who you actually are. Now you become all that you thought you ought to be and that's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. But now you're now heading back home to reestablish and reclaim the truth of who you actually are that you knew before you were even born. Mm. There's power in that. Yes, there is. In that truth, nothing can hurt you. In that truth, nothing can take you down. In that truth, nothing can deceive you because in that truth, you'll be so full, you will not have any room to eat any lie told to you. You see the lies. The lies. I'm glad you brought that up. The lies. <laughs> Loneliness. <laughs> because a lot lies. of our beliefs were forced onto us, mm. whether it be from our family members, yes. our environment. Yes. And I think it's really important for us to acknowledge those beliefs mm-hmm. and get rid of them. You are you are so correct because the beliefs that a lot of us carry about who we think we are, we inherited from those around us and that is not a a blame on anyone it's just the way it is we took upon ourselves limitations that others had before us we copied their behavior we took upon ourselves their patterns yes we made them ours and the thing is they protected us out of love they say but what they were really doing was that they were protecting us from our truth. Yes. They were keeping us away from our truth because our truth is not truth by nature, is not compatible with anything that is less than it, including anything that is cultural or pathological, any kind of uh, setting that is not that is not baptized in the light of truth is not going to work. And so their love, as wonderful as it was, okay, I'm not knocking anyone's family. <laughs> no, that's so, not what we're trying so to do, So keep the guys. tweets away from me. <laughs> but it, it sort of protected you and shielded you from your own truth. So whenever you started expressing it as a kid, it was you were often talked out of it right yeah yeah Yeah. unfortunately and then that act that violent act of them taking you away from your truth left you fearful and alone or rather lonely and then the search began for other things to fill that void yes that's really the issue that a lot of us face i believe and that is sort of the root cause of our loneliness the loneliness that a lot of people experience today is not rooted in where they are today. It's been in them the whole time. Yeah. It didn't just start because now you're successful, then you didn't ask yourself, now what? It's been there the whole time. In fact, I wager you to say it has been a motivation for a lot of us to get the things we thought we ought to get. Yes? Right. Because we thought if we get it, we will not be lonely anymore because loneliness is a hurt. Can I say that? You can't say that. It's a hurt. You can't say that. Nobody wants to feel lonely. If you don't want it, then it's hurtful. 
It's a hurt. It's not a loud hurt, but it's a deep hurt. It's a deep, deep, deep hurt. It's rooted in fear. It's rooted in isolation. It's rooted in separation. Yes. So it's a hurt. But we don't even see it as a hurt. So we don't feel that it needs healing of any kind, you see. We just, we see it as a byproduct of someone not giving us something that we want, which is, in this case, usually a relationship. Oh, they haven't seen me and validated me. They're not with me. Or they came into my life and they left. Oh, woe is me. And you know the stories. You know, I was thinking of this video I watched um, with Eckhart Tolle speaking. Oh, I love about Eckhart Tolle. yeah. Oh, yes. he's one of really my favorites. Good. Yes, and he mentioned that the universe will give you what you need. Being all this time, <laughs> you're looking for this significant other, and oh, you get it. It fails. It's yeah. not fulfilling at all. Yes. and you, and then it's you're onto something else. And yes, the universe is going to keep giving you that. Okay, which you are seeking, yes, but only to bring you to everything you receive. The point of yes, deciding. Okay, you know what? It's time for me to yes embrace my truth yes. because we need to sort of exhaust the story we tell ourselves. We need to sort of exhaust all the options in that story, and the story is usually like this: right. I need this to be that. Okay, so the universe will give you that which you need in order for you to be that. You become that. In the thatness of things, okay, I just invented that (laughs) word. Okay. (laughs) In the thatness of things, you quickly find out it's not enough. So you then say, I need this other thing. The universe gives you this other thing. Yes. Yeah. And then you find out in the thatness of that other thing, (laughs) yes, it is not enough. And And you will keep wanting and receiving and getting nothing out of it. And then one day, (laughs) be it today or tomorrow, one day you will wake up and say something like this. Nothing is working out for me. But I feel deep down in my gut, I am worthy of a more than I that I cannot see. This is the more that I desire truly for me. And I am now ready to receive it. And that's when the journey starts. The journey back home. You're just coming back home. Yeah. To where you began, which never started because it's an eternal thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So what about hmm, when <laughs> you have this idea of uh, the kind of mate would like to have and oh, yet you Lordy just keep Lord. getting the same type which is not what you want oh that's and an easy trying one to figure out well what's the problem <laughs> i thought about that because mm-hmm. that's what's going like on it's driving thoughts, people actually. crazy yes <laughs> and you know i began to think well maybe that male or female that you claim you want doesn't even see you because you're not where they need you to be in order for you for them to see you yes. you know as far as you uh, operating on a different frequency, all that kind of thing. Yes, I think that plays that's a major true. part that's into, a, that's a major part into of this. So absolutely, perhaps this is a great time for you to uh, <laughs> definitely grow and become your best yes. and, and become more aligned with uh, your soul. 
so that, hey, perhaps down the line, because there's nothing wrong with dating and mm. with being in a relationship, getting married, Absolutely, having children. There's good. nothing wrong with that's that good. at all. That's but very maybe, good. Exactly. But yeah, I can I understand that, hey, it didn't work out. Maybe yes. once or maybe 10 times, whatever or your story 25. is. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, so <laughs> I don't all want... All professional daters right? out there. <laughs> I don't want you guys to get the wrong impression. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, you now know, hey loneliness that that initial feeling isn't a bad thing it it, it works in your favor it's a trigger it, it's, it's a, a trigger. It, it it's can a trigger. be a good trigger if you let it if you let it yes. yes and yes there's nothing wrong with being in a relationship yes okay but you definitely want a real relationship what right? you, want. you want that intimacy um the intimacy yes, yes the intimacy yes, I, I, yes, yes, yes yes and so, you can have that so the um the 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 people or people who keep attracting the wrong kind of mates. Mm-hmm. There's usually a very simple reason why that is. And that is because you're operating by a universal law, which I call the law of magnification, where you are focused on that which you do not want. And what you focus on is what will grow, is what will be magnified, yeah. is what you'll see, is what will see you. Yes. Yep. So I come across people in my field, people I coach and people come to me for advice and so on and so forth. And a lot of them have the, this problem. And even though they are giving me a list of the things they say they want, so they're speaking words that support what they want, but you can feel from them they're focused on what they do not want more than they're focused on what they want. And the universe does not speak English no. or Spanish no. or French or Swahili. Okay, I don't know why it said Swahili, but sure. And it goes by your intent, your inner core drive, what you're putting out, and it then magnifies it. And so the same person will keep showing up. The same kind of person will keep showing up. And then over time, after the third or fourth one, you have an established pattern. Yeah. And a pattern is a pattern. And only a fool will ignore a pattern because he does not care for the implications of it. Yes. So those who are waking up to their patterns, that's good. That's also a trigger back home. Because it's telling you that there's something incomplete about your thinking that is not in alignment with the core of your soul. Mm. So you're actually a very good creator because you're creating what you're putting out. Right. It's so effective and efficient like that. But we just got to tweak the formula just a little bit. Yes. Just yes. shift the consciousness just a little bit to get the result that we truly desire. Right. That's more right. in alignment with our soul. Right, yeah. right. It's all a part of uh, reprogramming your mind. Absolutely. Okay, so it's time to really change that language. Mm, the language. Okay, the oh, language. We have to do like another, Harry to do said a show before, on the universe language, does not yes. speak English. We have to do Okay. There's a soul change. language. Yeah, okay. There's exactly. a soul language. There is a soul yes. language. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. There's a soul language, and it's always speaking. It's always calling to you. Yes. And your any discord you feel, any discomfort you feel, any kind of fear you feel is because you are not submitting or you're not allowing yourself to 
flow or to respond to the call of your soul. It's never really about other people, is it? Or other places or other things or other systems. You live between your ears. That's where your reality is. That's where you live. That's your permanent address. (laughs) That's really the truth. Right. And what you see through the windows of your eye, through from the house that's in your head, right, is what's outside of you. And you can't control anything outside of you. You really can't. No one here can control time. Therefore, no one here can control anything outside of you. All you can do is control at least how you keep the inside of your apartment or your house, how you want to, how you want the furniture arranged, right. how you want, the, what style of furniture you want. Do you want it cluttered? Do you want it, um, do you want it a feng shui style? Do you want, I don't know what the style is, so I'm bad at <laughs> interior decorating, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yes. yeah, definitely, definitely. You get to decide how the inside of your head, which is where you live, how it looks. Because you live there. There's no escaping it. Well, no matter what you do to distract yourself, you're, you cannot escape yourself. You just can't. It's an impossible task. You can't. It's impossible. So don't, so stop trying. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but how? How, Harry? How do we overcome the feeling of loneliness? Mm-hmm. How do we how can we overcome loneliness? So going back to the beginning of the conversation, I did define loneliness as the result of the absence of intimacy, which is really the absence of a relationship with your truth, with your core, with your, with who, with your soul. Yes, that's one. And the second was the, a fear or feeling of abandonment of being of feeling abandoned by by whatever you think you said you want that would cure you of your loneliness so but we're going to focus on the first part which is the um absence of intimacy so to cure loneliness you have to be willing and ready to put some effort towards fostering an intimate relationship with your truth and the good news is you don't have to go anywhere to do it you really don't sweet it is with you because it is in you it is in you because you were born with it this is the work that only you can do so for those of you who don't meditate or pray or have any kind of spiritual practice that's okay no judgment we all do different things i'm going to say some words to you that you can perhaps co-opt use and reimagine for yourself as words you can speak to yourself on occasion preferably when you start the day as a way to shore up your relationship or rather build or enrich your relationship with your truth your unseen core truth So I'm going to start, okay? So I call this a truth confession, okay? Like anything that is worth doing, always start with telling the truth, telling the absolute, radical, full truth about it. So we're going to speak the truth of the soul right now, okay? All right. So truth confession. 
I confess this absolute truth about me. I was born a complete soul into this world. Before I was born, I was a complete soul, though not yet in the world. It is this same soul that was before, that now is, only it is enriched and equipped with this temporal and fluid form and identity that I call myself. Who I know I am now is who I know I am before this form came to be. My soul is that space where God became more by becoming me. My soul is complete, therefore nothing can fill it, for it is already full, for it is that which makes things full and complete. Since nothing can fill it, because it needs nothing to fill it, nothing can hurt it. For it is already full, and it is that which makes things full and complete. My path today is lit not by the light of my ego and expectations, even though those things can be good, but my path is lit by the light of my soul, who is already satisfied and who is already whole. I am satisfied just knowing that there is so much more satisfaction that is going to be delightfully discovered by me today. I am grateful for the adventure. I'm grateful for the faith. I'm grateful for the trust that allows my purpose and prosperity to unfold organically and authentically far beyond the reach of my limited thoughts and expectations. I confess this absolute truth about me. My soul is that which flows and gives life. That is why I no longer thirst, nor do I trust that the possibly empty cups of others can quench any thirst or fill any void within me. I am satisfied because I am present with my soul. And there we have it. That's a little truth confession that you can use to begin to foster an intimate relationship with your soul. This will begin the path to recovery or healing, I should say, from feeling lonely, even when you're alone. From feeling lonely. If you are aware of the moreness of you and your soul within you and that which you call God within you, working with you, being in you, living in you, prospering in you, how can you feel lonely? You can't. You can't feel lonely in your purpose. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. You can't have you can't have loneliness and purpose this in the same space. Yes? Yeah. So that's something that you can employ to begin your your road to healing from loneliness. All right? That's all I got on this one. Okay. <laughs> At least for now. <laughs> 
Now, you mentioned uh, the second part. So I would like to add to that. Uh, it's so important for you to be present. Present. Be present. Be present. As much as you possibly can. So I, important. Yes. I yeah. suggest, hey, maybe it's time to take a sabbatical from social media. Hey. <laughs> okay. Man, hey, my why hands not? are raised up. You can't, I can't, yes. you guys can't see me in the it, studio, but I am not on for, social media for you. Yes, for you. Yeah. This yeah. is about you. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. And also engage in activity, yes. engage in activity, anything that is pleasing to you, anything you desire to yes. do or have desired, but yes. you've been holding back from doing it because you didn't have anyone to accompany you. Mm-hmm. It's time to do it. Yes. Yeah. The more you gauge in activity, yes. especially with other humans, that human mm-hmm. connection is very important in all of this, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are definitely a few tips yes, absolutely. <laughs> that will help you Great overcome Great That's good. loneliness. That's good. Yeah, Joel is absolutely right. Find that which triggers and fosters your happiness that will not make you feel, uh, feel like you are just wandering around in the dark. Find that spark. Find the find find the spark and you know fan the flames, let it grow. Okay, find like-minded people. Perhaps you're interested in subjects like these. Find things like Wera or join Wera if you desire. Yes, and find like-minded minds that can that can that can support you in your journey. Yes, speak the language you want to hear, and get you moving on to the next step. Yes. All right. Very perfect, good. perfect. Good Speaking good. of desires, let's see if we have some mail from our previous mail. recording. Right. Uh, right. We discussed desires and decisions. Desi- so. Yes, that's yes. what we did. Do you yes, remember that's that? Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we have one. All right. All right. So LD from New York wants to know, how do you distinguish between when you're being led by your divine compass okay. as opposed to a selfish desire? So how that's do you distinguish... One. Between being led by your internal divine compass yes. from your soul, let's just say your soul compass, and your selfish needs. Selfish needs, is that it? Did I get that yes. right? Okay, yes, good. selfish desires. So yes. how do you distinguish? So it all boils down to feeling. 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 Now, that which comes from the soul, the truth, as we, as we, as we call, call it, shows up without any kind of anxiousness around it. Yes. Okay? There is no anxiety or fears about it. Even if the truth is, or of that desire is an impossible one. It feels soft. Mm -hmm. It feels pleasant. Okay? Upon it showing up in your experience. Desires that come from need are riddled with anxieties and fears. Right. Okay? And they they don't serve your soul. They serve a thought that you have about who you ought to be. Right. So let me get a little deep here. Oh, okay. Let's go there. The truth is, everything that you do or should do should come from your truth. Can I say that? That's a general statement yes. I can make. And your truth is your soul, which means everything that you do should in turn serve the prosperity of your soul. Right. Yes. Even the desires that you have. You can have a desire 
I call it uh, a soul-interrupting desire. And you, or you can have a soul-integrating desire. In other words, a soul-interrupting desire is a desire that you have that will take you away from the relationship you have with your truth. And you know by how it feels. Yes? The void of it, you can feel it. Yes. And it's usually a flashy desire, usually. Something loud. Right. Usually a loud one. And then you have the soul integrating desires. Desires that you are inspired to from your soul that will allow your purpose to be expressed in a way that is beneficial to you and then to others. Yes. That's that's key. It benefits the world, but with you first. Right. right. And it's usually a, a softer call. Right. And funny thing is, the soul integrating desires, which is the one that your that the uh, email referred to as your divine compass, being led by. That desire or those kinds of desires, sometimes take you off your beaten path. They take you off the path you're on. Right. They take you to a new place, a new state, physically sometimes and emotionally because your soul is about your growth. Then the other one usually will keep you where you are except bigger and better and bolder. Okay. And that's fine. It's not a knock. It's just the reality of it. So how does it feel? Does it feel like it's part of your truth being expressed from within as part of your purpose unfolding as something that will enrich you internally first, not in your pocket? Because the hole in your wallet will be there forever and ever in that you will never have enough to fill it. Yes. And those who have enough, give it away. So they have, so they have so much and it's now burnt a hole in their pocket too. So the money is not the issue or the means and all that is good. It's about does this make me feel the happiness that my soul has within that it came to express? That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. So that's it, it serves your soul, not your ego. And you know, the truth is, you know the truth already. Whoever the gentleman is. That LD. The, LD. When you're home at night in bed, by yourself, assuming you're by yourself. You know the truth. You do. And I would love for you to give yourself the permission. Honor yourself enough to tell the truth and follow it. it can, the truth can only lead you to your heaven, never to your hell. It will lead you to your Green pastures, as Psalm 23 put it, for those of you professional, you know, Christians listening to this. <laughs> it will lead you there. And once you take a step of faith, a leap of faith, everything that you need that you can't see yet will show up. Will show up. That's how it works. Allow yourself to believe in your truth enough to follow it and believe that your truth is more than enough. More than enough. And yet you're worthy of it. Yeah. A lot of us learned the behavior from those before us about following our truth. We learned that it wasn't worth following. 
we learned that dreams were where uh the cost too much and the rewards were little we learned that being happy was not a practical thing to be but that's not the truth that's what they learned and passed down to us we know better because we can feel it within us yes yes yeah. so that's the uh that's that's what i would recommend to uh the, the the listener who sent in that letter and thank you for that i yes, encourage yes. more of these for those of you whose letters we didn't get to this week but we'll just you know we'll try and tackle them whenever we can all right exactly so, so yes we that. want to hear from you so please please send us your questions all you have to do is email harry at wayra.me that yes. is harry at w-a-y-r-a dot m-e all right so that's it folks <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into this it's been fun yes yes this recording uh we had so much fun with you and we really hope that you will take these gins that we have <laughs> <laughs> shared with you all yes to heart uh, because it is for the benefit of us all yes yes okay yeah everything right. jewel said yes yes <laughs> all right so we'll catch you next time all right good night folks good night ciao this episode of Soulcast has been brought to you by WAYRA, the acronym for Who Are You Really Anyways? WAYRA is an initiative that delivers new insights and clarity through a new model of thinking about who you really are for anyone who wants a more profound sense of freedom, security, and worthiness. This is done through interactive webinars, seminars, and private consultations. Join the WAYRA community now by visiting www wayra.me that is www.wayra.me